Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with me than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am grateful and thankful for your consistency and pray that you are consistently inspired and motivated to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand in ever greater degrees of integrity with your own authenticity as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginning endless, endless, infinite, and eternal. I am so grateful to be the one who is always exalting it, its way, its love, its light, its wisdom, its peace, its poise, its power, its potency, as that which is triumphant through all circumstances and situations, and to really remind us that we each are so absolutely and divinely blessed with each and every beat of our heart and every breath that we take. There is nothing that we really need to be fearful of except being on the wrong side of the light of this equation. And to know that there are no ones who really have already proven that they don't have anybody's best interest at heart to really have authority in your lives. Now, the issue that I'm bringing forward and reiterating in our now moment is that there are no ones who've been gifted to the planet to, to practice sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood or as multi-trillion dollar business and economy as the purpose of existence. What we're seeing is the evidence of just massive distortion and dysfunction degradation and violation that is charged upon the blood and it affects everything and everybody. We're needing to come to that place and space where we know that it's not just uh, the alcohol and the tobacco and the marijuana and the cocaine and those things, but it is the drug that is the food that has affected so many ones that has created multi-trillion dollar business in sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. And so we are going to reap a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death for the multi-trillion dollar seeds that have been sown with it, in it. And now you have the opportunity to no longer participate, no longer be a detriment to yourself, no longer be in a place where you are all right with eating hot dogs and hamburgers and all of this artificially colored, artificially flavored, processed, white flour, dough-filled garbage. You understand? Which is laying foundation for all of this stuff that goes on. But we have to realize that the body being so perfectly and divinely designed is not designed for 90% and 99% of the garbage that we have access to as food. And under a system of capitalization, it doesn't really matter who is in the White House as long as they are not aware enough, they are not conscious enough, they are not uh, in light enough to speak to the real issues that need to be addressed for the now moment in which we're in. And we've not seen it in any generation. 
I think Michelle Obama might have been the closest in terms of speaking to childhood obesity and creating uh, gardening and initiatives for bringing fresh fruit and vegetation into the school systems. But the, the issue for us is realizing that as long as Coca-Cola and Burger King and McDonald's and all of them were not stopped in their process of feeding children the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and know that it's not good enough for one or two or three or four or a handful of women to say, well, let's bring fresh food into the school systems when we have so many ones who are still so negatively and badly affected by the initiative of corporate entities and deities of death. Sickness, illness, disease, and death should not be anything that any of us are participating in because everyone is here to serve life. But because we've not been given an orientation that uh, really explains the whole purpose in being on the planet so that we think it's just about, you know, working every day for a dollar until you die or serving someone who works, <laughs> understand, so that they can go to work. I'm just saying is that we're in a now moment that requires us to realize that there is purpose in existence and no one's purpose in existence is to lay foundation for their sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood for anybody. We're dealing with serious distortion and degradation, you know, and the fact that we have the evidence and that there are many ones to really speak to the reality that it is a global initiative of depopulation and genocide. This is the reason why in the mid-70s I changed my diet because I realized that the initiative at that time in the mid-70s in the global, in the perpetuation of their global 2000 plan to eliminate over three and a half billion people from the face of the earth by the year 2000. That plan is, in st is still in full effect. And you all hear things and you act as if everything is conspiracy, but your, your um, parents and your loved ones passing away from obesity and heart disease and diabetes and having amputations and all of this done, it's all in your face. And then you refuse to accept that there's a problem. And that the problem is a massive problem. It's not just here and there. And so those ones who are exalting as if they really have humanity's best interest at heart, but none have, have spoken to the uh, massive amount of people who have passed away from the ravages of tobacco smoking or uh, alcoholism and whatnot, and the numbers of people dying from just those two particular things have outweighed the numbers of all of the ones who were killed in the wars that America has been engaged in. You know, so all of a sudden they're, they're wanting to, to do what? To have you in a place where you are signing up to be vaccinated for something that is not even real at the level where they're trying to appear, make it appear. You understand? So many of us, we grew up and, and still have uh, as part of our favorite pastimes is watching movies. But the movies are created as a series 
of frames of events that have been put together as a storyboard and you are given just mere frames, just views in a two and a half hour, if that much, to give you a whole framework of activity. Now, if if movies, from war movies to the um, the mafia to the love stories to all of the movies, I'm just saying is that what we've been watching as a global happening over this past year is very similar in the sense that we've been looking at isolated incidents that have been given a story by ones and ones to the degree to which now we're stringing this all together and you all are feeling as though there is a pandemic that is called COVID that is not really a pandemic. It's not as much of a pandemic as the flu or the pneumonia or the heart disease or the cancer or the obesity of which you all have not been upset about at all. So my point is this. Feeding off the flesh of dead animals is the root of our issue. Supporting those ones, those businesses that have become the corporate deities of death for profit is the root of the evil. Nobody ever really questions what makes a people feel entitled to capture you, enslave you, beat you, rape you, sodomize you castrate you, set you afire, determine that you are less than human, that we have no rights, that they have the responsibility to respect. They can tar and feather us. Now they can shoot our children in the street and we have no recourse. But you've never asked what makes a people this way. This is nothing natural. And I'm saying, no, these people are this way. Because the blood burns hot with the rot of pigs and cows and turkeys and chicken and fish and crayfish and all manners of other dead, decaying, rotting, and then the proliferation of maggots, worms, organisms, and bacteria and viruses that are already in the body. So what we're seeing and what we've witnessed over the years is nothing that is airborne disease, but that most people's bodies are already filled with pathogens. And the fact that we have been socialized to eat that which has no substance, no vitamins, no minerals, no electrical force, nothing that is alive, in the form of pancakes, waffles, breads, donuts, bagels, uh, biscuits, dinner rolls, pasta, rice, potatoes, chips, cookies, cakes, all of this flour stuff. Flour and water literally make paste, makes glue. And people who are dying and have been dying from upper respiratory issues, which is one of the the fourth, fifth largest killer of at least three, four million people a year that there has been no real concern about. 
that now we're having to realize that this whole thing is being staged. Why? Because they're pushing the envelope for the genocide. All right. And as long as you're killing yourselves and they don't really have to feel a way about it, they've already called you useless, useless eaters. You understand useless feeders. I'm just saying is that there is no real wealth that Europeans have have really generated in and of themselves. Everything comes from the earth. The gold, the diamonds, the the bauxite, the plutonium, everything comes from the earth. And the fact that black bodies as Africans and Africans throughout the diaspora who can be uh, marginalized to the degree to which they become workforce to bring it all forward and those who were enslaved behind the sugar industry and the tobacco industry and whatnot. I'm just saying is that there is no wealth that can be generated by men that is greater than the wealth that we each have been gifted with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts. And so we're having to take responsibility for coming into the mindfulness of knowing that our time to realize the way in which we're being manipulated is so that someone else is able to have some control over our lives. And I'm just saying is that you have duty, obligation, and responsibility to that which beats your heart and breathes you. That Bill Gates and Fauci and the United Nations and the World Health Organization and all of these ones are just groups of people who are eating garbage, who need cleansing as much as everyone else does. And to come to a point in place where you begin to no longer support these businesses, these industries of death. To come to a point in place where if you really don't care to live in your sickness, illness, and disease, then care to be completely cleared and cleansed so that you can really enjoy the rest of your life as the best of your life. To be in a place and space where it really matters that you have leverage over everybody else's agenda for you, particularly where you are not deliberately, intensely intentional about what it is you're living for in the first place. The now moment in which we're in is calling us to truly be recommitting ourselves to living, to understand that as men, the progenitor of lineages, and as women, the perpetuator of lineages, that we cannot be authorized, we cannot be licensed, certified, and degreed by governments of any hue of people to participate in our own demise and think that we are going to get something other than demise. You cannot support the violation of other beings, feed off their body parts, and allow every atom and every cell of your being to be permeated with all manners of chemicals and poisons and then think that you don't deserve to to die. But then if you're already in the progression of death, then why take a vaccination? Why, you know, facilitate and... uh, play with something that really need not even be introduced into an economy of sickness, illness, disease, and death where the seeds have already been sown, so the harvest is already is already coming forward. 
you know, the issue for us is coming to a point where we're willing to raise completely up, particularly as women, that we are gaining, reclaiming our responsibility, duty, and obligation to know that we are the perpetuator of lineages and our degree of consciousness, conscientiousness, awareness, and commitment to life matters and where we're not committed to living and where we are not conscious and conscientious of being warred against and whatnot, then we have become blackface under white stupidity in the miseducation and religious indoctrination of a death culture. And so whatever is the issue, the issue is is that we can be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and that we can raise completely up because that really is the right response to being warred against. This now moment is filled with opportunity to really know that we who are constituting the populace of the people have much greater degree of power than at any previous time of our living because our backs are up against the wall. You either slide down the wall and go ahead and submit and surrender your life to those who have no regard and respect for you and you're just participating in their endeavors or you race completely up and remember the who that you are at this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence and that that absolute and supreme intelligence is more intelligent than all of the ones put together that we can really align ourselves with its purposes to come to a point and place where it truly matters to us that we are counted on behalf of life itself, on behalf of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, and to really join forces in the reestablishment of the integrity and of the divinity of what it is to be as points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to be in a mindset where it's not negotiable. We're not negotiating with sickness, illness, disease, and death. We are ever more committed to being completely cleared and cleansed and to know that every atom and every cell of our being can be completely renewed and we are reclaiming our right to be corrected after following those who have been wrong for so long and to know that in our now moment, life is calling us forward and we're responding correctly and directly with a wholehearted commitment to life itself, the laws that govern life. And the fulfillment of the law is love, and love is the harmony of truth, and the truth that we are all dwelling as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and its will, its way, its love, its light, its peace, its poise, its power, and its potency can be restored as our absolute reality, that there are no men, regardless of what titles they wear or what kind of money they have access to, that is greater than the intelligence of existence, and there are no purposes that we can serve that is greater than the purposes 
of our being qualified for continuance in existence by being completely restored in the light of the truth of the all that we were born to be as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence and presence. And so for where we are now, No matter what the issue is, give thanks for the issue because if you if the issue wasn't there, then perhaps you would not be looking to do anything differently. You know, and for those who have been listening for so long and then you're dragging your feet, you understand, you're not doing the daily cleansing. You are listening, though, because you are, I guess, entertained by me or something. I don't get it. But the reality of it is, is you will be held completely accountable for having heard. And very few people are in a place where they can support you or even care to support you in walking in the greatness of the one that you are. But if you're not consciously caring to be in your greatness, if you are not consciously caring to be completely healed, if you you are, you know, lollygagging and half-stepping <laughs> in terms of what it is you are doing for yourself, with yourself, to yourself, then you are truly going to experience that which is consistent with the choices you've been making, good, bad, ugly, or otherwise. And I'm saying... We're in such a divine time in timelessness that you may as well just fully engage yourselves in being completely liberated so that we are truly all able to rejoice in the blessedness of our being, to be aligned and harmonized with the intelligences of existence, the will of existence, and to consciously care to stand on behalf of those ones who gave so much of themselves that their sacrifices were not in vain, that those of us who are living now are choosing to serve life. We are choosing to exalt life. We are choosing to stand on behalf of the wholeness of everything and everybody everywhere. We consciously care to be clearing and cleansing, renewing and rebirthing ourselves so that our body temples are restored in the integrity of being temples for the re-enthronement of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses because our temples are where we truly commune with the intelligence of our being. Our temples are where we really get a chance to know and to have the realizations, the revelations, and the epiphanies of God as our contemplation, our meditation, that we are able to outthink a system that is perpetuating sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. We cannot be participating with our own demise and survive it. We cannot think that our being more melanin-dominated than other ones is sufficient in giving us leverage in a system that is a death culture without us consciously caring to be completely cleansed from the taint of it 
and our knowing that there is absolute law that governs all life itself and that those seeds that have been sown in sickness, illness, and disease have to have a harvest that is consistent with those seeds having been sown. And so as you begin to really take stock of your choices and your lives and your uh, commitments to being, then know that there is so much more to experience in the beauty of life. Exalting the truth of the divinity of one's own being. To step into your own authenticity, to really invoke the greatness of the lineages that you represent to come pouring forward in your life, to come to that place and space where it truly matters to you that you will reclaim duty, obligation, and responsibility as the perpetuators and the progenitor of lineages, and that your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren and your great-great-grandchildren and all of those ones to come forward will benefit because you are living to ensure their progression. But to be in this mindlessness and senselessness and and be in a place where you are just playing into the uh, entrapment and think that, you know, everybody is supposed to really be all off into this game that these people are playing. It's, it, you just can't. Because we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. And there are those of us who have known the truth from the very beginning. That entrapment to create more sickness, illness, disease, and death is just going to create more sickness, illness, disease, and death. You really don't have to participate with it. You can be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and made whole right here, right now, today, and forevermore. But you cannot not make a choice and a decision in our now moment. And there are no ones who can force you and make us have to be poisoned when we have been poisoned all of our lives anyway, and that's what's creating the real pandemic of the heart disease and the diabetes and the strokes and the aneurysms and the blood clots and all of the things that people are experiencing that is uh, really robbing them of the fullness of themselves and the fullness of their lives because it really is a drag to be so sick to the degree to which you are on pharmaceuticals and medications and having your body parts removed. I'm just saying that these people need to be brought up on charges of crimes against humanity, that the corporate deities of death deserve to be shut down and closed down as long as you all keep eating from them and as long as you all keep supporting these products, then you are going to literally fulfill the prophecies of dying prematurely, meeting a tragic date with fate when destiny was calling you, coming to a point and place where you are not caring to be very thoughtful, very mindful, to recommit your life to living fully. This is like the best thing that you could possibly do is to be fully committed to living the rest of your life as the best of your life. You do not have to be struggling with anything right now because the laws are available to us. The blockages can be removed. 
you are able to claim what it is you care to have as your reality, to see it clearly, to have a full faith and confidence and knowing of your worthiness and your deservedness, to be in a place and space where you are saying to yourself, if they can do that, then I can do whatever I care to do because I'm one. I have no detriment to anybody. I don't have a desire to be warring against anyone, but those ones who are literally creating a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and then think they can survive it when there is absolute law. Then we have to know that just because you have money does not make you wealthy when you are impoverished in your love and your care and your true knowing duty, obligation, and responsibility in the service and the exaltation of life as purpose in existence. We are all here to serve life and to exalt a full effort in our living. And no matter what our situation and circumstances are, you can be victorious and triumph over it. But you cannot continue to undermine yourself and yourselves and think that you can survive it. On behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of the whole of existence, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and all of her creatures, on behalf of the establishment of the eternal order, it is our time to rise. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama, and I'm so grateful and so thankful that I am grateful and thankful because we have the power to transcend, transform, and transmute everything to serve our greater good. And so our gratitude and our thanksgiving for each and every breath and every beat of our heart matters. Many ones are wanting me to speak to, you know, how do we initiate a spring cleansing? But at the level at which we are experiencing the actual pandemic of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity, and whatnot, it's not just spring cleansing, it's cleansing daily by our realization that the body is divinely and perfectly designed. So that one, most people, you know, except under extenuating circumstances, perhaps mentally or physically, are will bathe every day, right? So we're washing our face, we're brushing our teeth, we're blowing our nose, we're coughing up phlegm, you know, we're clean, cleaning our ears with the Q-tips. Some people are doing the ear candling. Uh, we bathe the outside of the body between the legs, uh, the crack of our behinds and whatnot. But then the trunk from the neck to the pelvis, that area that has the heart and the lungs and the liver and the gallbladder and, and the spleen and all of the things that are essential for our living because we've seen people live without their legs and live without their arms and whatnot, but we can't live without our head and we can't live without our trunks. Now, the issue is is that we're, we have so much dis, distended colons and whatnot where it may be fibroids, it is just the impaction of so much waste in the system, all of that will come out. But there's a need for us to be willing to cleanse the trunk daily, but we have to accept the reality that our bodies are divinely and perfectly designed. And by virtue of the divine and perfect design, we are breatharian first. So the oxygenation, and it's very difficult to really oxygenate the blood clearly, consistently 
and to really strengthen and create good blood, new blood. The spirit is charged upon the blood. The quality of the blood is going to lay foundation for the quality of our thought. So when ones and ones talk about having a brain fog and whatnot, you know, we have to look at what's going on in that gut, you know, so that all intelligences exalt a full effort in their living. They do nothing to undermine themselves. They know their food. They excrete their waste. They know their kind. They perpetuate themselves. And they are able to respond when they sense that their lives may be threatened. And they have a natural desire for their freedom. Our behavior has been modified in that we're not knowing our food. We're not excreting our waste. That's where all the obesity and all of the issues, the swollenness and swollen that and all of the lumps and tumors and whatnot, the body is trying to protect itself. So the earth is magnetic. She's powerful. She's big. So we've got the clays and the earth to really bring into our body. It is the quality and the condition of the earth that lays foundation for the quality and the condition of our nutrition. So why people would reach for chemicals and not reach for the earth is part of the programming. But the doctors never got any in-depth uh training in nutrition and then most of them were fed hot dogs and hamburgers and all of that you know quick because their uh, matriculation in whatever area of specialization as med students and then they're doing their practicums and their residencies and whatnot you know it really put them in a place and space where they're not all that healthy and so we have to realize that Health belongs to all of us. And the responsibility of reaching for that which is going to facilitate health is our right by virtue of the fact that we exist. And so we're grateful and we're thankful for all of those ones who are collaborating and creating initiatives to make sure that the earth is available, the herbs are available, the, the clays are available, the shea butters, the cocoa butter, that we have so much available to us coming from all over the world because people care. You understand? But that's not what we're seeing in terms of the uh, massive uh, manipulation. We're seeing what they're trying to do, but we're not really thankful and acknowledging that we have so many ones who are so conscientious to really raise up and challenge the status quo but we don't have to participate with our own demise there's nothing that's forcing you to drink uh, phosphoric acid in aluminum cans with caramel coloring and artificial sweeteners and whatnot creating the uh, tendency towards multiple sclerosis and seizures and diabetes I mean nobody's forcing you to do that all right, so we're having to realize that the body is so intelligent so that when you really realize what it is that you're consuming consistently over time that is really not good for you, it's not oxygenating, it's not hydrating, it's not mineralizing, and it's not facilitating the alkalization that is responsible for cellular regeneration and rejuvenation. So what does that leave us? That means that breath, water, herbs... The clays, fresh fruit, and vegetation. 
are going to give us the greatest leverage over the heart disease, the diabetes, the cancer, the, all of that. But sometimes the cleansing is a little arduous. You know, people will say, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick. And I'm saying, no, that you're really feeling sick, but your body is working to make sure that you're healing because it's cleansing. So it makes you feel bad. But it's so intelligent that our respecting it. And so getting up in the morning and opening up the bowel. So if the bowel does not move naturally by itself after, you know, 24, 30 ounces of, of warm water with um, some Himalayan pink salt or Celtic salt. The salts have the mineralization to help alkalize the system to open up the bowel. You understand? So when people say, well, my bowels are moving regularly, you know, but I have good, healthy bowel movements. But healthy bowel movements and you still 200 pounds overweight is not. You're in a state of constipation. But I had my colostomy done and the doctors gave me a clean bill of health. But you look like you about six, seven months pregnant. Come on now. They can't keep pulling the wool over our eyes. You understand? So I'm just saying is that at this particular point in time, accept the divinity of your being. And you have to say to yourselves, say to yourself, I am clearing, cleansing, purifying, renewing, rebirthing, regenerating, rejuvenating, revitalizing, made whole. I am healed. There is nothing that can defeat me. I accept correction. And I am doing everything to be cleansed and purified. And so your break fast should be water-based. We're water-based beings. We're breatharian first. Everybody has to breathe. And we need the water. Our bodies are 80% water like the earth is 80% water. So a lot of people are all off into the different kinds of water. So I'm saying, yeah, distilled water is really, really good for facilitating the cleansing, the enemas, the douching, the, uh, you know, but the clays help to offset some of the chemicals and whatnot. Now we have, you know, other technologies and the tones and the frequency of the AO scan and the ion foot cleanser and, you know, just being in a place and space where you have all of this intelligence that is housed in physical bodies that are animated by living spirit that when it is really activated by true care and the ability to focus and be disciplined, then the intelligence of existence reveals itself and gives us ideas. But the faith to follow our guidance, to trust it. So most of the people are trusting those who have shown that they don't have anybody's best interest at heart. Now you're having to really realize that any of the issues you're having is because the body needs to be cleansed, but it has to be daily. And that's why I offer the life support at Mother Earth's Blessing Holistic Life Center at 1830 Cheshire Bridge because you have to have somebody in your, in your corner, somebody that really cares, somebody that knows you understand, particularly when you don't know, and there's so many ones on um, on YouTube and so much information, but a lot of the information after a while can be conflicting and confusing, and you still need to be in a place where you can talk with someone, you know, to really have an ear to hear and to touch base and to really come to that place and space where you are trusting the sincerity and the knowing 
And that's why I emphasize that we are governed by spiritual laws. That even though we are on a planet that is, you know, just immersed in nothing but eternity. It's the physicality, the materiality. There are traps here in the world. You say to be in the world and not of it. We're here to master ourselves, to master our desires. You understand? To get focused, to walk in the integrity of the God self that we are. You understand? But the traps that are here is in the sensuality, the sexuality, the gluttony, the materiality, the whoredom, the not being able to control oneself. And if you can't control yourself, and that's that's part of what a, a, a diet, diet that you grew up with where you were really basically a carnivore and a carbohydratarian where every meal was flesh and flesh and flour and sugar, which turns to sugar, which is why we have so much of the uh, diabetes in children and the obesity because we're eating stuff that has absolutely no value in the body and it's legal, not lawful, but legal. And so your number for life support is 678-760-9299. And to come to a place in space where you have been listening to me or you may just be aware of me, but you can uh, Google or put Adama Speaks into any search engine and come up with some of the audio files and whatnot. And then you listen, you know, listen, because, you know, the, the one thing about being an intelligence of existence is that you are still intelligence. You may need cleansing. You may need uh, someone to walk you through the processes, to hold your hand, to be repetitive because the lies have been repetitive. You understand, we were inundated with the lies from the, from elementary school. Our parents got the lies. You understand, the United Dairy Council started perpetuating the lie that we needed milk and cheese and stuff in 1906 when my grandmother was seven years old. You understand, so I'm just saying, so, you know, to have a people who are so disturbed and sick that they would prefer to perpetuate the lies as a way of generating their cash flow and then fight you, kill you, to quiet you. So what we did not realize is that when you start your day eating oatmeal, pancakes, waffles, and stuff that literally create glue, paste, this is what we did our paper mache with. We would be told to bring flour to school so that we could make our, do our art. So we take two cups of flour to school and mix it with water and do our paper mache and other art projects. So waking up in the morning and then feeding yourself glue and paste. So we're talking the croissants, the bagels, the donuts, the muffins, the pancakes, the waffles, the toast, the bread, and then the eggs and the cheese and all of this. And so your breath is your animating force of life, maintaining, sustaining. So in order to really reverse it, then we're doing the hot water with the sea salts and then the clay water 
and really facilitating opening up the channels of elimination so that the body can go ahead and be supported in cleansing itself so that any fast and people are fasting every day from the time they had the last meal to the time they had the the next meal which should be overnight so you start your day cleansing and, you know, a lot of people feel as though, well, it's not natural to do enemas daily. I said, but it wasn't natural to be eating the carcasses of pigs and cows and chickens and turkeys and hens and fish and crayfish and whatnot daily, weekly. Putting all this junk in your trunk. You understand? I'm just saying, you know, we're in a place in space where we got to really understand how to think through this. You understand? And the issue, the, the tragedy and the travesty is that we haven't outthought a death culture. You understand? So, you know, the the boycotts, the bus boycotts and Dr. King's uh, saying that we should give up the Wonder Bread and, and the Coca-Cola and whatever is not the same as saying exalt a full effort in your living and recognize that your body is not designed to digest the flesh of dead animals and the primary law of existence is thou shalt not kill. So if thou shalt not kill, then thou shalt not eat of the flesh of that which has been killed. And killing is the violation so that that's what's creating so much repercussions from it the flesh of dead animals rotting in your body which should be the temple for the dwelling and the re-enthronement of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses so no we gotta cleanse in order to heal alright so when the body's already toxic and there's already glue and goop and this starch turns into sugar and this is why I've seen so many ones who refer to themselves as vegans or vegetarians why they've passed away because nobody estimated or guesstimated how much nitrates, nitrites, BHA, BHT, sodium benzoate, potassium metasulfites, and all of the iron filings that were in our cornflakes and all of this stuff that's now in our tissues. And then, but people say, oh, well, I only drink good water, but your body is full of garbage. We're not freaking garbage cans. We are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that has divinely designed us to be vehicles and vessels of its love, its light, its wisdom, and its truth. Our gifts, our talents, our skills, and our abilities should be towards exalting a full effort in our living, our loving, our enhancing, our high ethic and morality. I'm just saying real success in life is godliness. It is right alignment. You say, oh, well, you're just trying to be holier than thou, but wholeness is a, a, a requisite after all of the illness and sickness and disease, the murder, the suicides, the child abuse, the spouse abuse, you think that's God, the will of God, the intelligence of existence is going to kill itself over here to exalt itself over there? All of that is the evidence of the distortion and the defilement that comes as a result of the blood being toxic. The spirit is in the body, in the body. We came into the body. We should be leaving the body. We should not be dying in this, suffocating in all of this stuff. So your breakfast, fresh, juicy fruit. After you open up those bowels, do your enemas, dushing sisters who have uh, fibroids. The fibroids come from all of the eggs and cheese. How are you going to eat other people's babies and, and survive it? Well, Dr. Oz said that we need a good source of protein. Your body makes its own protein. You need fresh fruit, vegetation. They tell you cancer cells cannot survive in a well-oxygenated environment. 
But the cancer cells are already there as a result of the rot of the pigs, the cows, the turkeys, and all of this. All right, so, you know, whatever fresh air you get, whatever exercise you get, whatever fruit and vegetation you get, it may work towards your greater good. But why indulge yourself in that which has no nutrition and support the businesses and the families of those who declared that we were less than human, that we have no rights that they have the responsibility to respect, that these families are the ones who enslaved us, beat us, raped us, sodomized us, set us afire, castrate us. You understand, everybody's in need of liberation. You understand, it don't matter which side of it is. And yes, we can call some of these ones great-great-grandfather or whatever. You understand, but I'm just saying is that in our now moment, we are all being called to remember that life is the gift of everything and everybody, and we're deserving and we're worthy. We need to be cleansing and life-supporting. And so there's a thought that, well, if the masks work and everybody's in the mask, then why are people still dropping dead from this thing they call COVID? But nobody's making a, a fair estimation or guesstimation as to the uh, pre-existing condition of these ones. And nobody's really looking at, I won't say that, I know one person who is, who's looking at the amount of money the government is not having to pay out from all of the elders who are dying from their pre-existing issues in these nursing homes and whatnot who fed them the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and all of this pus and mucus and whatnot so that they succumbed. To be in a place and space where you do nothing different, you, have the ing- you don't have the ingenuity, you don't have the faith, you don't have the confidence to do that which is truly going to be better for creating greater health and wellness. You're just going to follow Somebody blindly, as if they're God. They are not God for us. They don't beat our hearts and they don't breathe us. We're not here to serve their purposes. To have people think that they are the gods of the universe and everybody else is intended to be their slaves and commodity in a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and and multi-trillion dollars in sickness, illness, disease, and death. And understand, yeah, we need to be preparing to leave because ain't no way in hell you're going to survive this. So on behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of all of those ones who were marginalized, who were murdered, slaughtered, You understand, I'm just saying there's already karmic debt here as a result of how this country was founded on the violation of of other ones and the destruction of the ecological balances of, of Mother Earth and Mother Nature. I'm just saying that to circumvent some of the devastation that is already in progression, then we have to understand the power that we have individually in harmonizing our lives, our bloods, our body, our systems with life, the breath, the water, the minerals, the fruit, the vegetation, and being aggressive about opening up all channels of elimination so that the toxins that are being loosened up can actually get out and not be reabsorbed and not be tucked away as cysts tumors in the brain and all of these other places. And so in our now moment, 
You're being called. You're being called to rise. You're being called to choose. You're being called to care. You're being called to love that which beats your heart and breathes you and take responsibility for releasing and letting go of the guilt and the frustration and the pain and the anguish and forgive those ones who trespassed against us. Understand, to let stuff go, to be in a place where you are not a detriment to yourself is your first right response to this herd mentality of doing whatever the hell they say do, regardless of whether it makes sense or not. But we have to really understand the power we have in love, because love is the fulfillment of the law. You understand? And to love is the harmony of truth so that we are all caring to see everything and everybody in their wholeness. Having that desire and that will and that vision and that imagination for our family members and the ones that we love and our children and, and those who are incarcerated and those who are institutionalized to come to a point and place where those who work in these places are now coming to a place where they will exalt a full effort to facilitate the cleansing that will allow the healing, but not to just be administering all kinds of drugs and medication. The order of existence and the intelligence of existence is triumphant already. You're dealing with a fallen people, a death culture. It will meet a tragic date with fate. There's no way to miss it unless we shift it. So in our now moment, I'm saying, Love being with your whole body, heart, mind, life, and soul. Choose life daily. Get life support if you need it. And be supportive of life and living and knowing that there's a truth that we're all connected. So the more we are doing what's in our own best interest and literally being in the gratitude and the thanksgiving for the blessedness of our being and consciously caring to really honor and love the lineages that we have represented and to know that some people are the last of their lineage. And there are many families that have at least one who's marching to the beat of a different drummer and giving up the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, and everybody is ridiculing them. And, you know, it's like people begin to feel a way that you trying to do what's right for yourself. But those who are of childbearing years and have yet to have children, bless your hearts because now you have the opportunity to cleanse and prepare properly. To understand the magic that comes with love and nourishing and nurturing and caring and facilitating life's purpose as opposed to loving each other to death do you part. This now moment is ours, and I'm here to support you in walking in the greatness of the truth of yourself and knowing that there is no shame in our game to be whole and to regain our footing on the path of absolute and eternal life, to realize that this now moment is ours, and it's a now moment. We are in progression, and things may look a little strange because they are a little strange, but after a while... The winds will be blowing the form, the storms are brewing, the tsunamis are forming, the earthquakes are activating that you will not have a people upon this planet 
who are a detriment and continued detriment to the planet and be able to survive it. That which you do unto others shall be done unto you. We're dealing with absolute law and principles of life. And life is going to win this. So we have the opportunity to harmonize ourselves with it. Give thanks that we can. To the glory of the lineages that we represent. On behalf of all of those who sacrificed and consciously cared to speak up, to stand up, to who risked their lives. Those who were sacrificed and other ones. Know that when the people, we the people decide that we will regain our footing and stature as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. That that is truly the victory. And that's where the grace and the protection and the salvation is. But we have to understand how to create our spiritual garments so that we are here serving the purposes of existence itself and no one can stop us. I love you with a perfect love. Your number for life support is 678-760-9299. And we are always happy to support you in your wholeness, in your remembering, in your realigning, reattuning, stepping into your greatness and your power. Because you are the wealth. There's nothing outside of you that is greater than you. And that's the one that I am to remind you. We have to love ourselves unconditionally, but we have to love the Creator wholeheartedly and its law and its order so that we have the benefit of having done it. To be able to get out of this out of these bodies without having died and succumbed to all of this stuff. It's not a necessity. I love you with the perfect love. Continue to rejoice in the blessedness of your being and be the blessing you are. Have a good night. This is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.